Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. We are live, fellas. We are live today. It is not raining. Sun is shining. We've got our first guest, Mr. Hugh Nicolaisen. Rock star himself. Mm. Uh, entrep- serial entrepreneur. Um, shitty airplane pilot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That? That's my dad. Yeah. What's the story behind it, that? It runs in the family. Oh, I'm, <laughs> it will be brought up today. <laughs> There will be no question about that, and it, uh, it is a it is a great it Actually, is a my great dad story. Was co-pilot that night, just uh, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't you, no. His, but it's no. in the blood, so I'm just saying. Okay, like, don't if, if he, you have the opportunity, don't hop in the passenger seat. He's guilty he's by association, is what you're there saying. You go. I got you. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Hugh is currently in the great state of Arkansas. That's right. In uh, big metropolitan city of Little Rock, what county is that? That is in Pulaski County. Pulaski County, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Pulaski. So, uh, give us uh, give us a little bit of Hugh. Like, uh, yeah, background. Who is Hugh? Oh well, I'm kind of a. People have gotten to know me as as more of a tumbleweed. I've mm-hmm. I have traveled and tried new places many many times. But <clears throat> I grew up basically on the West Coast. Um, Two West Coasters here. Yeah. 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 He's you're Southern, right? Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, so I was yeah. I was Northern. NorCal. Mm-hmm. SoCal. A little bit of rivalry for sure. SoCal. Yeah. South Cal. SoCal had us, man. I, I'm not going to lie. They got the beaches. They got, you know, they got all the nice stuff. Depends on what you like. Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. We got wineries. Got we had. I say we have. Yeah. Your old state. I'm, yeah. Carry on, Huey. Anyways, yeah, so... Grew up on the on the West Coast. Um, went to a little private school and uh, would surf in the mornings with uh, the. Uh, it was like a new priest or something that the that the little uh, the school I went to surfing priest surfing priest yeah and he was like we figured since he was wanted to uh, he would surf through the pier through underneath where the pylons were right. And he was trying to teach us, like, oh, you just got to watch the waves and, and, you know, count and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, um, well, no, you think you have a little closer, um, you know, connection with, with, with God to, to see you through that. And the rest of us are not trying that. That's right. Anyway, I grew up on the West Coast. And, um, I, you know, I was kind of, when you guys asked me to come in, I'm like, I talk about him, oh, we'll, you know? we'll, we'll yeah, figure so, that yeah, out. I mean, we don't, you don't have to go from the beginning, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about birth, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, grew up on the west coast, and and uh, I think that certainly, I like, think where everybody's where they grew up, kind of you know, you get that's the vibe you right you embrace usually, and and I think that's always been. I mean, I don't surf anymore, but you know, so where did the where did the uh, where did the interest to to build things and and the entrepreneurial spirit come from? Well, really, because you're because you're definitely that guy. Oh, maybe. Uh, I think it's you, most of my stuff has been rooted in apparel or fashion. I've always liked that, and, and music, right. and and which uh, is art, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's a form of art. Yeah, it's a, it's the release we were talking about last week. Right? Yeah, there's some some kind of creativity has to come out. Right. So I I, I remember like. High school probably it sort of really hit me like you know it's kind of you're kind of figuring yourself out and all that stuff and I just you know living in San Diego we always thought Los Angeles was cooler so we anytime we could we'd go to Los Angeles you know if we ride with some older friends that you know had a car or would go or whatever and we'd sneak into places and 
And I just remember always like looking at, cause like San Diego was just like full on at the, at least at the time, yeah. it was like beach, beachy, beachy, beachy. And you know, LA had the music and the rock star stuff and right. people dressing cool. And it wasn't just, you know, surf trunks and flip flops. Right. It's and more eclectic. Yeah. 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 So I was, was always more drawn to that. And as I got older, I would always find like, I'd be, always wanted to have some kind of something that not everybody else had. And so I'd go to Los Angeles with friends or whatever. And we, you know, you still here. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we, you know, find some cool, you know, little shop somewhere and buy whatever shirts or jewelry or, you know, those kinds of things. And, and, uh, so I think that's sort of where that interest started then. And then we, you know, buy some cool stuff. And I think even before we were, 21 we'd sneak into like the whiskey or the rainbow room all these cool places that have all this great history now back then it was you know you know it'd been around for a while but anyway so we'd sneak into those places and as i even so i mean you've seen those guys doing that stuff yeah back in the day and you're like that's that's yeah this is cool yeah i just want to be around this this sort of lifestyle i like that you know yeah yeah um i don't necessarily consider myself musically inclined i love playing i can pick around a little bit and, yeah. and I really enjoy that. But, you know, I don't think I had an interest necessarily in becoming the dude on stage as much as it is cool. I think I've had yeah. businesses where I'm comfortable being up in front of people. I mean, I don't, I don't think I know you really well, but I think I know you well enough to know that like, just like Jared and I, it's easy for you to get bored. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. be like kind of looking for something. Always moving, always moving, yeah. creating the next thing, yeah. you know, or if it's if that thing is is interesting enough, you know if it's if it's good enough to keep your interest, then it kind of keeps you mm-hmm. motivated in that space or whatever. But yeah, I mean that's so you caught the rock and roll vibe. I think I caught the rock right? and roll vibe there. And Kyle, yeah. just to, to to circle back around to what you just said, <clears throat> it's absolutely true. It's I don't think it's like an ADD thing. I think it's my mind is always wanting to create. You want to be challenged? Yeah, and yeah. and um, so. Uh, a current story is uh, we just had a mural painted in our dining room and it's the helm of awe. And my ancestry comes from Denmark. So I like the Viking vibe and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I had this huge mural painted and, and the, the artist that, that came in and did it, she was kind of finishing up that, that particular evening and it was almost done. And I was just staring at it. And so my brain starts thinking, all right, what else does this room need? I'm yeah. already moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the artist uh, you know, was talking to Carla and she, cause the artist kept looking at me and was like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And Carla was like, no, no, he's fine. He's just, he's just taking it all in and his, his brain is, is cooking. So, but I think that's always like that. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's something that, uh, whatever I'm doing, I like to, mm-hmm. oh, how can we do it better? Or how can we, you know, what's the next thing? What's the next evolution of, of what that might mean? Right. You know, so yeah, never being satisfied with what you, mm-hmm. and listen, to me, that's not a bad thing. Somebody said, uh, I don't remember who it was. They were like, man, I got OCD. They diagnosed me with OCD when I was a kid. Everybody said I was challenged or whatever. He's like, man, it's a gift. That's right. OCD is a gift. Yeah. I don't know if that's it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Exactly. It, but I think it, that- it, I, You catch both sides of I it. I think that goes with everything in life. Though, but man. it's a I gift think, to the people that have OCD, right? But it's a curse to the people around those people that have OCD that yeah. can't comprehend what OCD is. Maybe so. Right. I guess it depends on the level of OCD you have. Right. So let's 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 go to where kind of you and I met. Uh, the year was probably twelve years, ten thousand ten. Yeah, probably twenty ten. Somewhere 10, in there. Ten thousand ten. 
2010. <laughs> Damn, that was long ago. 10,000. It hadn't happened yet. <laughs> 2010, um, yeah. you had an apparel company called Hueware. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing music at the time, and we decided we'd all would meet in Nashville, downtown Nashville during a music festival. Uh, CMA Fest? Uh, CMA Fest. Was, was it, it CMA Fest or uh, was it something else? No, it was... Definitely. No, was it fanfare back then? Uh, no, not no, in 2010. That ended like 99. Oh, hey, well. No, I, I think the first time we met was... Uh, yes. I in had, Dean's studio, in yes, the, Dean's you, office you upstairs. at uh, um, um, Southern Discomfort, maybe? Yeah, second oh, album, yeah. Hey. That's right. And uh, I think I just said, we did like a little event there, something with Hugh Ware. Yeah. And we had some music artists that had just kind of form friendships with uh you know via social media and and you know some some came and jared and i forged a yeah. you know a, a, you know what'll probably be a lifelong relationship yeah, yeah, you know, friendship you know and, so far and, so good yeah. so far so good so, anyway so I, I think we had come to nashville that might have been the first time and then yeah and then the, the time where we all spent most of the time together was definitely cma yeah, so it might have been the next year or yeah. that summer uh right. had, with you where i was at the time i was literally built this company in the basement that's right. With a with a good friend of mine, he he and I partnered on this business, and uh, literally in the basement with the screen printing stuff, yeah. And, and we did all that stuff. And at the time, to promote it, I didn't have like big dollars to go do stuff. I literally literally printed the shirts. I'd make a list of boutiques I thought were cool that might carry it, or music festivals I could set up a booth in, or whatever. Right. And I just threw it at the back of my Yukon and. Drove across the country. Took off. Yeah. Which so, is crazy because the, when I found Hugh Ware, I didn't, Twitter, I don't even know, yeah. Instagram wasn't even mm-hmm. around then, mm-hmm. I don't think. Facebook, so. saw an ad, whatever. I really dug I dug the stuff. You would never know that what he just said was true. Yeah. And I love telling this story because I'm like, man, that's a big company. They make the coolest yeah. stuff Well, the part ever. I remember from that is he was like, Dude, I emailed him, and the, that's, the guy that owned it hit me back. That's exactly right. <laughs> that like, is the, it's the best story. It's because, still me. <laughs> because I put, my still order, I put my order in, and, uh, you know, a week goes by, and it's like, hey, Mr. Ketterman, sorry, we, don't, we are currently out of stock. Uh, I'd like to switch you with this, or if you want to wait here, and we can get this to you in a couple more weeks, and blah, 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 blah. And then the signature was Hugh Nicholson, President, CEO, Patriot. Yeah. You're like I'll never forget that's that. That's my and I brother was like, from another mother, right there. Oh my gosh! And so, I, if you have any questions, call me or something. And uh, I think we emailed back and forth for a little bit. But in my mind, I didn't know that he was in his basement driving around the country in the back of a Yukon doing trunk shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's I'm happy. seeing yeah. uh, the owner slash CEO slash Patriot reach out, have enough to, uh, consideration to reach out to his customer base. Don't. You- don't you think that awesome. every business though has those moments that nobody sees? No, <laughs> I think I think that absolutely happens everywhere, and a lot of people don't. They're trying to start something. That's right. Don't realize all they see is Hugh after it was done, right at the CMA Fest yeah. with the ten. Mm-hmm. He didn't see him driving around in the Yukon, hitting you know boutiques up and trying. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Nobody told, sees that. No, a million times. In fact, a funny story about that is bringing Los Angeles back around was. I had this, some stuff with me, and if I was anywhere, I, I'd kind of look up wherever I was traveling, and I would just look up places to go. Anyway, I went to this, what I thought was a really cool boutique in, in Los Angeles, and so I sort of told her the story, like I said earlier, that you know, I was, when I was younger, I'd come to Los Angeles, and she's like, oh yeah, we'll bring some stuff in. 
So I did, and um, my cousin Tate was with me. And, Tate. Uh, yeah, yeah, my cousin Tate. And uh, That's a whole episode in itself. For sure. Just Tate. For sure. Okay, Tate. <laughs> nope. Go ahead. So, <clears throat> so I, I went out to my car or the Yukon or whatever, and I brought, brought some stuff in. And when I launched Hueware, I actually had like about three, at the time, maybe three different series of like stuff that like, okay, cool. There was like the old West gunslinger, which I've always sort of been drawn to. It's, you know, kind of a thing for me. And then there was like a nature one and there was more like outdoorsy, not, you know, and then there was, there was an, like another one that we tried. We were, we didn't know what we were doing, but trying to tap into the, the ladies market. Right. And <clears throat> for somehow the gunslinger <clears throat> one is the one that just, Hit a home run right away, and so I was like, "Okay, that's you know why though." I have no idea. No, I know why, or at least I have a Mm -hmm. an idea because it was you. Well, okay, yeah. So I have I have this I have this thing. I'm like, if you stay true to yourself, I I tell tell Jared this all Mm -hmm. the time. We talk about this all the time. I'm like, if you stay true to yourself, listen, people can sense bullshit nowadays. Like, if you're trying to sell them something you don't believe in, Mm -hmm. good luck. And I think that's why it fit you, the gunslinger thing, fit you so well that you had you could see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it actually it made it really, really easy. For yeah, sure. right. Versus you trying to get in a market you didn't care nothing about. Right. Yeah. So, so anyway, go ahead. So Sorry. anyway, so I, I brought some shirts out, and because the, the gunslinger stuff was going so good, that's what I brought in, figuring, looking at some stuff that they had in there, and I put it down and she felt the quality of the t-shirt and she was looking at the designs and she spent a lot of time. She was just quiet and I just let her do her thing. And, and, um, well, she was Asian. So her, her English was a little broken, but, but pretty clear. And I'll never forget. And Tate and I bring it up, text each other nowadays, the same, the same saying that she said, and it took me a moment to get it. But what she said was no rewawa. And I didn't understand what she <laughs> no said. Re-wawa. And then Tate's, Next to me, and he leans over. He goes, "No revolver, uh, no rewawa." And uh, the, the, uh, one of the best, or one of the two best-selling designs in, in the, the Gunslinger series right. was the Triad. It was the three guns uh, in, in that image. Anyway, so and so she they were like anti-gun. Nah, they, they, I guess they were anti-gun or didn't gotcha. want, didn't gotcha. want something that maybe a potentially sign of. Violence or something. Uh, I was re- like, well, this is not what this That's is. It's a revolver. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. No rewawa. No yeah. rewawa. So. so y'all have that inside joke still? Yeah, this day? still. Oh, yep. we're, nah, it's ours now. <laughs> yeah. No rewawa. No rewawa. <laughs> I like it. That's yeah, a great so we, one. Yeah. So you went from trunk show yep. to, um, sem- I'll say semi-retail. No, I don't even want to say semi-retail at that time. What I remember is trunk show to artist, right? So I always say anybody can take six degrees of separation and immediately cut it in half, more chances than not. You know, I, I think you can really get to the person that you want to get to in less than six degrees. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that, except for, and this is where I think he excelled probably, was getting to that person is one thing. Actually getting that person to respond or listen to you yeah, yeah. is another thing. So he was just picking up the phone. I mean, so if you think about what cold calling is in today's market, it's like, I'm looking at people. This is Bob. Yeah. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. You name it, Bob. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are not in downtown Detroit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. But and, and he was cold calling the same thing. You know, I need to get the first one. I think I remember would have been like Colt Ford. The, that was the, yeah. at that time. And it was Colt Ford. We did Bridget. Um, Cowboy, 
um, Smo, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like all these artists. And I remember uh, Colt Ford dropping a picture on the yeah. tour bus yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. He had the triad shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. The no wawa? The no wawa. No rewawa. No rewawa. No rewawa. I've already shortened it. No revolver. And so it was like, at the, at, I remember we were at the lake house here in South Carolina, and um, I was, we were just like, we we made it. Because when Hugh makes it, you make it. we make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? When I make it, I, Hugh makes yeah, yeah. it. And I'm the same way we feed yeah, off yeah, each yeah, other yeah, we, as well. We You're right. So it was like, we made it. Like, here we are, and it's on stage, and then other artists did, uh, we, yeah. Hugh, did signature series stuff. Yeah. You grabbed Paige Wyatt from the, at that time, the- Gunsmoke. Not Gunsmoke. Yeah, there was a show called, yeah. Not Gunsmoke. That was the name of their store. Oh, that's the name of their store. It was called uh, American Guns. American Guns. Discovery or Travel or Uh, somebody. Discovery Discovery had it out. It was a good series for a while and did the contract with her. Mm -hmm. And then, so, and then we had the trailer, (laughs) Matthew, Matthew Huff, um, Chelsea, Lee Gibson, Chelsea Ray, Lee Gibson. Yeah. Somebody lost the keys. Paige White. I mean, there's, yeah, there, we're, there's, we, I don't want to spend <laughs> so much story time. Yeah. I want to talk about the rise of Hugh Ware yeah. and then what what happened. Hang on one second. Because I want to get back to a point that you made just a second ago. And that was the fact that you celebrate wins of your friends. Absolutely. So I think that's a really, really good point that a lot of people don't realize is that you should hang around people that celebrate your wins. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't, you get a hater. But, you know. A lot of people out there have friends or whatever that just hate on what they're doing. You need friends around you that celebrate your wins. Because mm-hmm. if they don't celebrate your wins with you, you need to get rid of those folks. And not give me free shit. Support no, your I'm, friends. I'm, no, I mean, yeah, they yeah. need. Oh, yeah, if yeah. you're starting a business, support the guys that are supporting the business. Yeah. Not, hey, can you do me a favor? I know you're just starting out. Yeah. When we opened up retail for the first time, I, first week, 10 people. Hey, would you like to make a donation for this raffle we're doing to raise yeah. money? I'm trying to raise money myself. <laughs> You know, I'm sorry. I got, I, bills, I got bills to pay. That's yeah, why yeah. we went yeah. retail. So yeah. you've got all these signature artists. So kind of walk us through what happens next with the so, online sales are booming. Yeah, online, you're packing, I you're shipping, you're like, printing. When the first time that I felt like, holy crap, this is working, was <clears throat> I was in Colorado for some event, and those things were all starting to take traction around the same time, and. Um, so it was moving really fast and and it was great because we were at that point where we couldn't keep up because it was me and Josh still. Oh, yeah. That's it. And if I'm on the road, it's Josh back and there. And Josh is yeah. doing artwork for you and shipping and receiving, Printing, right? shipping, yep. stacking, boxes, yep. everything. One man show. Talented dude. And amazing, amazing. And um, so... I remember I was in Colorado for some event and I woke up the next morning and it was, you know, it was happening, but it was like when I woke up in the morning and checked the sales from, cause I think had gone to dinner and all that stuff. And I checked the sales from overnight. And I, I want to say maybe, uh, I'd had the, the deal with, you know, uh, with Paige Wyatt and I woke up and it was like, $2,500 in sales while I was sleeping. Yeah. And I was like, I made it. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, this I made is the it. ultimate goal. Yeah. 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 I was like, I just made money while I was sleeping. Well, that's yeah. what you hear. That's, yeah. yeah. Pat, that's the epitome of passive income. Yeah. When you yeah. can sleep and your dollar amount is yeah. X per yeah. hour while you're sleeping, yeah. 
that is always the yeah, go. You right? know. Um, now, uh, so that was a, that was a big big moment. It was it was really great, and so I just I think that we were. I don't want to miss the Seneca part. So right, yeah, yeah, we won't because I want to get into like like the functional part of what he did. How did you how did you seal the deal with Paige? Like how did you? So funny story. Uh, I'm in Nashville. It might have been might have been the same trip I came out while you were in the studio. Okay. And I had reached out to well, Jared is the one that said check this show out. You should send them some stuff because that's what I did. Yeah. Connector. I knew a, I Connect, knew a, connector. Yeah. To the last episode. Yeah. Connector. Yeah. yeah. And I knew even prior to Hugh, I knew some celebrities. I already knew some names. So I had already reached out to some of those people and, you know, just sending out stuff. That's, you know, kind of right. what I do. Um, and I was in, well, you had said, hey, you should, you, should, you know, try to get a hold of these, you know, the show and discover. It's right up your alley. And so I send an email or some, maybe a social media, just like I, I like send a message to everybody because everybody had their own you know account yeah. or whatever. And I I sent them all a message and just said, hey, I'd love to send you some stuff. See if you like it. We can talk further. I kept it really short and sweet. Like we don't expect nothing. Yeah, I'm just gonna send yeah. it to you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I sent them some stuff and threw a business card in there. And while I was in Nashville, Renee called me. Is that the wife? That's the wife, yeah. Okay. yeah. And Renee called me, and we spoke for a while, and kind of was like, hey, you know, this stuff is really cool. We love it. It's right up our alley, you know? And I, she's like, well, what are you looking for? And I said, well, my idea is to potentially do like a series and with with you guys. And anyway, she said, that sounds great. And I'm in Nashville. So you're basically licensing their name type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm in Nashville, and... I want to say maybe I had moved to Seattle at that point. I was in Spokane when we started the business. Josh stayed in Spokane, was still running everything there. I moved to Seattle, and she said, "Well, we're we just started filming whatever season it was, and you know, can you come? We'd love to meet you." Right. And I said, uh, "Okay, cool. When? When?" And they said, "Well, we have a, you know our, our our filming is is pretty rigorous, but come anytime. Just give us an advance notice." We were, while we were on the phone, she looked at her calendar. She's like, can you be here in a couple weeks? You know, what about in a couple weeks? I'm You're like, like, done. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll be there. And so hang the phone and it was in Nashville. I think I, I don't remember if I drove that trip or if I flew. I can't remember. I might've flown that trip. Anyway, I get home and immediately, like when I got off the phone with her, I called Josh and I wanted to, to sit down and present to them. Like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Even though I didn't know what I was right. doing. That's and, not, that's- <laughs> A lot of people do that. Yeah. I've heard I, that story a bunch. Yeah. So, so act, I call it act as if. That's act right. Act as if you are yeah. their president of that company. Yeah. And in this yeah. case, truly well, it is. Was. Right? But it's like, don't. So within two weeks, we created like six rough draft images and and printed some stuff really, really fast. And I f- drove to, to Denver from Seattle so oh. I could have all the stuff with me. And uh, anyway, sat in this like this big table, just like we are here with the whole family and the execs and the producers that were doing show. the show from discovery. Cause they wanted to know, you know, cause they also want to know what they were getting into and conflict, conflict of interest. And, right. and so many times you see a regular t-shirt has got duct tape on it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they don't have permission to use kill fab clothing or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right? So, so did discovery yeah. say, no, they were all about it. You no, know, no rewawa. Yeah. No, they were like all about the rewawa. <laughs> and so it was great. So that, you know, that 
sparked that relationship, you know, put some contracts together and, and, and move forward. And, and it was, a, it was a great time with them. They're, they're good people. And, um, uh, you know, got to st still sort of, haven't recently, but have stayed in contact with some of the discovery people and, and fast forward, we can potentially come back to that, but fast forward to actually had conversations with them about doing a show about what my life was like after Hugh, where right. I was doing some other things. So, we never did anything, yeah. but it was Well, still, this is your show, after Hugh, Life After Hugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the one thing I wish he would have done was Hugh Force One, get a tour bus, travel the country, and film every bit of it. I'm telling you, that could have yeah. been a reality show it in itself. It That's a sore been. subject. Why? Because he asked for my old tour bus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And I didn't sell it uh, to it. I, 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 I think, think I that bought, was the plan. I think I bought it drunkenly one night. Yeah. And we even shook hands on it, I think. And they're like, He wrote you a check come, come, and yeah. sat in the drawer for three years. And I think I still got the check. Hey, me and Jared, I got one of Jared's checks, same way. No doubt. No doubt. I think it came like, you know, whatever, we, we got sober and he's like, You still want that bus? I'm like, <laughs> what, what bus? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> So anyway. That's awesome. So yeah. you, uh, so we ended up meeting in Nashville, mm -hmm. and I said, "Look, I got a lake house in South Carolina. I'm not living there. I'm still running a company in the Midwest, playing music too at the same time. Go use it anytime you want yeah. to." Well, at this like, point too, though, he had you, you guys had created some kind of like friendship. Well, and he had like a group of artists that were all. Yeah. So he basically took Paige. Hugh and posse. multiplied yeah, posse. It. right. Yeah, yeah, we did other things with with other yeah. artists because I was looking at it from the the apparel company thinking even though I'd reached out to some, some big well-known artists, yeah. my thought was, well, heck, grassroots it. Hey, grassroots it and do it with, you know, some people that are on the verge right. of getting there. Yeah, yeah. And it could be a much grow it together, yeah, grow it together. And I think it would be a, a, a more of a fun ride. And I didn't have the money to say, you know, and we had conversations, Hey, Jason Aldean, yeah, yeah. And he wants a million dollars. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't to wear that. a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. Well, and, I'm you not know, using him as an example, but, you yeah. know. Yeah, right. and Al Dean didn't really fit no. what you were trying to do, no. too. No, I mean, mm -mm. I think that's where. I mean, you stayed true to yourself with Paige, mm -hmm. yeah. Forward. Like, those, like, yeah. Jared, like, you stayed super true to yourself in those. See, and I think that's where Jared and I, not just the music or the, the, the peril stuff, the entrepreneur yeah. aspect of of our lives and so that part about we talk most of the time just about business ideas yeah. sometimes like hey i was thinking about this and hey talk to this guy and yeah and i i thrive in that area mm -hmm. you know i want to oh what's that what's that going on you know um so so we built that i tell him to come to the lake house anytime right. he, yeah, he sorry, needs I, to I'm, no no, no that's, yeah. that's fine i'm going to transition him from there here to so the you're in illinois so i'm still in the midwest yeah. right and uh and he calls me up one day and this this is a true story, right? Calls me up one day and says, hey, is that offer to use the lake house for a little bit still open? I'm yeah. like, absolutely, dude. I, I had a key. You know, here, here's where you get the key. And, and he's like, good, because I'm halfway there and I got the U-Haul. <laughs> the U-Haul uh, behind me. Yeah. And I went, oh, stay as long as you need. That goes back to the tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, at the time, I was then thinking, like, I want a brick and mortar. That's was that that was yeah. that was spawning then like okay maybe I just need a, a you know a place yeah. well you'd been out to here be. too right yeah yeah I had been out I came yeah. out for the family bash one year yeah and, so you'd and already seen I'd already been out here and yeah. I was like oh this place is awesome and and uh, so we had some conversations yeah. and and this is before I ever bought my first building 
Like I didn't yeah, even, yeah, yeah. I didn't even yeah, know even that I was yet. ready to start buying up yeah, towns. You, you weren't even here yet. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So I was thinking that way in terms of a brick and mortar, and like a tumbleweed. At that point, I had moved from Seattle to back to San Diego, and San Diego real estate has exploded as everybody everywhere. And even then, I was like, ah, just to, just to see if this is going to work, it's going to yeah. cost a lot of money in a brick and mortar. Yeah. And so, if I can go stay at somebody's lake house, well, <laughs> well, well <laughs> somebody got some use out of it back then. Yeah. Well, it was kind of under construction. Yeah, it was. It, 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 was. Yeah, it was a total bachelor pad. It was a lot of, a lot of good, good times, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I looked at some online, like what was how much was commercial property? I didn't know anything about like, but I really just sort of needed a home base to like incubate the idea because I'm always oh, let's incubate that and yeah. not all of them works you know we're all we yeah, try yeah. lots of stuff yep. and you know some some win some don't failure is the best lesson yeah so I was like okay let me just let me just dip my toes in that into that and see what it's like and when I looked at how much you know it was a lot less expensive here and then with Jared's offering and I was like oh, try something new go somewhere new yeah and and I, at the time I was thinking because the stuff was going on with people in Nashville and I was like well let's just be closer to that then on the way out, all the way on the West Coast. So move out here in conjunction with planning all that, at least a little building in downtown Seneca on, on Ramcat Alley. And 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 maybe took a month or so to I gotta ask why build out. why this is relevant. What was your rent back then in two thousand? Oh, that was like 12. 13, maybe 12 13. 13. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was like six hundred and fifty bucks a month. Can you imagine finding a place yeah. on Ramcat today for six hundred oh, bucks good a luck. month? Yeah, good no luck. way. So it was it was it was cheap. Right, I didn't have to think about it. I said even if not one customer walks in the door, yeah, it was my home base. Because yeah. I had then taken over all the printing. Yep. Josh had decided it wasn't you know the business wasn't for him, and he just, he wanted to go back to his, one of his previous careers and, and yep. enjoyed that. And and so I had all the equipment now, but I yeah, needed a place to put it too. Mm-hmm. So at this particular place, I had it the very back. I had the press back there and had a little office and then I had a little showroom. Yeah, it was a cool place. Yeah. It was he really was fun. pressure washing screens <clears throat> in my backyard yeah. with an electric pressure yeah, washer. Yeah, we did it in the basement. Me and, Take, him, yeah. me and him worked on stuff Taking in the basement. Taking them back to the shop on Ramcat, putting them in. By this time, you're in this this clique. Yeah. George is in this clique. You're in this clique. I mean, Lacey's in it. Like, our, mm-hmm. our core group is, yeah. is all about wanting mm-hmm. you to win. And I remember the shop getting built. During the process, it's getting built. You didn't hire anything out. I mean, he did everything yeah, yeah. himself. Yeah. Then I learned that not only is he like good at design and apparel and, and communication, the guy's good at creating woodworking Decor. stuff, all his yeah. shelving, all his ideas. Yeah, but everything is the, the dually. Like he took the dually yeah, yeah, yeah. and made that into what it was. You know, yeah, like so I, it's when when Hughware opened up. Uh, I remember all the liquor on the counter because City wouldn't let him sell it and open a bar, give him a liquor license. Like, Great, I'll give it away to all my customers. Yeah. You know, it's a King Baby reference, yep. mm-hmm. right? So go ahead and tell us about like um, we you opened up and it was like bang, bang, bang. Mm. The grand the grand opening was that was a lot. That of was fun. a great. That was off a great. Yeah, that yeah. was that was, was great. So much fun because I think yeah. we should have had Uber. Oh, I got video. Oh, I got boy. videos. Do not plug them in this episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I felt I was a little ahead of the curve with the brand in the brick and mortar in this location. Yeah, but right, was, right idea. Was perfect. Right idea, wrong place. Right. But yeah. I was like, okay, wrong all right. Well, but I learned a lot, though. I was like, 
I didn't know how to, I mean, other than behind the scenes doing like the point of sale stuff and, you know, merchant services and things like that. Now I was in front of the, the in front of the person, the, the customer, which is where I love to be. Right. And that, that's one thing I learned about myself much younger than this is I don't care necessarily what I do. We all have a product we sell at the end of the mm -hmm. day um, and we give our time and in, in trade for money. But what I found that I was most, that I found the most uh, enjoyment is, is being right in front of the customer. Yeah. And, and being, and that was like, Oh, this is it right yeah. here. I like to, you know, what's right crazy. Here. So <clears throat> the Hueware store was a precursor to grit and star. It very much was Absolutely. because I watched 100%. you, I watched you go from like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna have all my own stuff in here to slowly being like, Oh, that was cool. This, you know, I found this lady that makes X, I'm gonna bring those in here, right? Mm -hmm. And so you had a couple, like you slowly kind of yeah. trickled in some Even stuff. Even at the Hewer store, I had a couple yeah. well, that's things what I'm I was talking experimenting. About. Yeah. And so then, when Hewer store didn't work out because of the because of the area, in my opinion, that was what it was. Early to market. Early to market, yeah. but also not a big enough market, man. I mean, we're not. We're talking Seneca. This is not mm -hmm. right. That's Even right. today, but it's almost like you took I those agree. concepts you got. And moved on to the right place? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not just that. And like, I, I really want to get into Grit and Star. I, I honestly believe that we wouldn't have a South CAC. Oh, no. There well, and I want to get back to that too. So right. we watched you do his thing. That's right. And then, and then we're like, learn from, learn from my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Me and, and Kyle and George are like, oh, we can do this. We're like, dude. Yeah. We, need, we could do this. Yeah. Same thing with Killfab. Like, all of those spawned out of, yeah. of him 100%. Yeah. Matt Poss's guitar player, Mike. <laughs> He even started Humbucker, right? Oh, because cool. it was so cool to see other young apparel companies yeah. kind of come out and try that. So Hewer yeah. is not just Hewer to Grit and Star. Hewer made a dent out here, but this guy yeah. is moving on. Yeah. Well, right, I, you know, I, I talk about stuff. it. I've talked about it before, but I, I'm like, it's the waves you make. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody makes It's called waves. the ripple effect. It is. Everybody makes waves, and those waves will travel, mm -hmm. even if it's not through you. You know, for instance, he dropped the pebble. Yeah. And then me and you sure. started making our own waves based yeah. on what he, and now, you know, with the fab forms, whatever it is, mm -hmm. real estate, whatever those, it's going to continue making other people do things. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, my real estate journey is very much um, because of you as well. Like, you know. So I, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I so I didn't mean, we, I didn't we, mean we, to we jump track. forward a little bit um, just in the timeline, but so. While I had the store in Seneca, even then I was like getting ideas of where this might go. And for me, I was like, God, okay, this isn't the right town for this, but could I open up a bar and music venue? Oh, yeah. I remember H Bar. With, I know where this is yeah, going. yeah, with with the apparel partnership with it, you know, and there was a there was a couple places in Nashville that were sort of had that that sort of vibe and I'm like I like that I wasn't like $600 that. a month though was it it was not $600 <laughs> a month no so that sort of spawned that because um, like you said in the beginning it's yeah. like you're, okay okay, what's next what's next and I hadn't even taken the brick and mortar to making any money yeah, yeah. I mean I was still just like okay this, I'm learning a lot and I was yeah. still doing online sales and we were having fun we traveled and Jared was in and out of town and it was uh, and, and I loved that and yeah I, I to me, it slowed it all down, and I was able to absorb it more. 
and I, I've always been appreciative mm-hmm. of the offer to stay at the lake house because I got to do a lot of thinking yeah. about mm-hmm. what the next steps would be, or is this, is this for me? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so when I started cooking up the other idea, I was like, okay, okay. Um, I, I kind of like this, you know? So I already knew that it wasn't working in Seneca and I just thought, okay, I just got to unplug and, and move in a different direction. And if I want to continue this, and so I started just studying the industry and looking at different things. I was in and out of Nashville. I, would, I wanted to do there. So I, I kind of just was like, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of rough draft a business plan. Yeah. And, and normally with me, with businesses and stuff, I just kind of, that's as far as it really ever gets. Because it's like, I either just say, I'm putting my, my money where my mouth is and yep. I'm going to go for it. Chips I don't, all I, in. I don't have to know. What's a business plan? I yeah. Know. I don't have to know every <laughs> little aspect. I know aspect. what he's talking about. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I just was like, oh, this sounds cool. Everybody's business plan looks different. Yeah. So I started like formulating sort of a business plan. And an ex-girlfriend's father was a corporate dude. And everybody who knows me is like, I'm pretty much that is not my world. I never worked in corpo America. I'm sort of anti that stuff. And so I just, I forge my own way through it, even if. You know, I don't yeah, yeah. make a bazillion dollars. I'm doing it my way. I don't care. Anyway, well, he had all this. He was from corporate world. And we started, we always talked about business, like when I dated this girl. And and it was interesting because, you know, I was getting a different perspective of things. Of course. And I always want to absorb and learn. And, okay, cool. This is something I don't know anything about. And part of my idea with, with HBAR was, could I franchise this? Could I make money? License it. Yeah. Could I make money? Not just me, you know, sh- you know, yeah, yeah. throwing the drinks together every night, you know, that kind of thing. And so I was already thinking a little bit bigger. And he used to own a franchise. And so he knew all about that stuff. And I thought, oh, let's have more and more, more conversations. So we did. And we ended up uh, deciding that we were going to partner up and, and do this. And so when I moved forward on that, it, it, it took... 100% of my focus and Hewer got left in the dust. Right. I knew it would come back to it or I thought it would come back to it. And I just had, I had to focus all of my energies on learning about that industry. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, I moved to Austin, Texas. A lot more moving parts. A lot more moving parts. Yeah. And it was just too much. I just yeah. couldn't. So I had to just, you know, and it was still getting, you know, I had some stuff that I just kind of made a bunch of stuff at the end and had it in boxes so I could ship out some orders and stuff. And I finally just, I kind of just had to unplug. Anyway, focused on HBAR and, you know, looked at a million different, you know, uh, locations and found the right one that could fit the budget and, and, and went for it and had so much fun creating it. Yeah. And I think that's where it wasn't small either. No, no, I seen, I seen it. Yeah, it was, it, it was, was a big course. I actually yeah. wish I would have been yeah, able to go big joint. experience it. That would have been, it was awesome. I remember flying into Austin, driving up to uh Spicewood. Spicewood. That's where uh, I lived. Yeah. I think that city slogans is a little South of weird or whatever. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was, it was Spice that's because really it's cool. South of Austin. Cause yeah. Austin's like state. I don't weird. know if it's South yeah. of Austin West. I don't remember. Yeah, It was like South. Well, Austin's motto is like stay weird. Okay, yeah. so, so if it's south of so weird. Spicewood was a little yeah. bit south of yeah. weird. Then and that's in Spicewood, um, some people don't. Some people, well, fans would know it, but Willie Nelson's ranch was literally like that's a right. mile from H Bar, about a mile from my house. Yeah. There's there's some rich 
history. The Pertinalis River. The Pertinalis yeah, River. Right. Right. You had the most banging house I'd yeah. ever been to. It was on, on the, the hill, hilltop. It sat on the edge the of the house. cliff, yeah. and you're like a thousand feet down to the Pertinalis. Yeah. And I remember throwing a paper airplane out the, out the dining room, and just I, it just went right. And then uh, the coolest music uh, little venue there at that time before H Bar opened was Pooties. Yeah, he was the Pooties old tour on the manager for, for Willie Nelson. He opened that place a long, long time ago. Yeah, and I got to give a shout-out to Adam Hood. Yeah. Saw Adam Hood there for the first time, which was really cool. So um, at, uh, that was a great – we were there every night. Oh, Pooties? Pooties. Pooties, Pooties yep. on the hilltop. That was a good, good – that was a fun trip, and I really needed that because I was – at the time, we were – like we all know, everything gets delayed and yeah. you know costs more money and, and was in that mode. We were close because I think you bought the ticket – because we were supposed to open, you were grand coming opening. in for grand opening, yeah. Yeah. and Sonny Ledford was going to play, yeah. and I had to like pull the plug and all that stuff yeah. at the time because we just weren't ready, yeah. ready to open. I remember that. And um, so you don't already have a ticket, and you're like, I'm coming anyway, so good, yeah. I need a little break because I was tired. And and um, so, yeah, got H-Bar open, had so much fun. I love just being around the music and, and learning about, you know, the just the intricacies of that world. It was just so exhilarating and fun. And, and What's fun. the best thing you learned while while doing it? Now, now, keep in mind, the idea came, the real estate came, the build-out came, the opening mm-hmm. came, mm-hmm. right? So what's the biggest thing you learned at that point? The best thing. The best thing uh, was patience. Tell me the worst thing. Patience, business partner. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a, my, my my business partner ended up turning bad. Yeah, and um, sometimes you don't know somebody until you're you're with yeah. them a little bit, and come to find out, he really didn't have the experience that, that he, he sold me on, and I was so grateful that even at the time, I owned the majority of the shares mm-hmm. of the company. Uh, I wanted to retain that, and so that I had absolute control, like way more than 50% yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. thing. So just so I could steer it. And anyway, it, it, the, the business relationship soured. And uh, I mean, I don't know what. And we, we, we exit H-Bar. That was the, yeah, so the that history was, of H-Bar. Yeah. So I, I exited <laughs> and it, you know. It, well, and it, it goes back, a, it goes back to the fact that it probably killed it for you. It absolutely it just and, was like, a, you, you know, just you kicking the knee. And, yeah. You um, don't want to do stuff. It that was just, it was so hard. And so, Took you. I remember it took you a minute to to get back on your oh, feet, not boy. financially, mentally, just the mental yeah. of. I was like, I had my feet knocked out from. Yeah, yeah, I just totally had worked so hard and had given everything. I thought this was this was going to be, you know, something really great. Yeah, and it was great. You know. Yeah. And then the business, the relationship, just was got so. He's probably so bad. exhausted too. Oh, I was completely yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And you go so, through all that. And so then. I exited, and 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 we had we had to figure all that stuff out. And so, and it took me a while. You're right. It took me a while. I felt, I felt the only thing I could attribute it to in, in words was, was writer's block. I just, I was like, I remember you trying to pep talk me like, well, just, just fire up Hewer again. You know, yeah. Boom. Just plug right. You, you Couple more go, trips go, go, to the go. lake house. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just, I was stuck. Yeah. I was really stuck. Cause I put it all in there. And so I moved once again. And, um, cause you know, sometimes going home yep. will help with that. Yeah. You know, Look, look the wounds and, and, and recover. And home for you is Arkansas. Well, it is now. Yeah. Yeah, but I had gone to Arkansas, and uh, we had a family ranch at the time, and so I spent a lot of time there, and at, the family was selling it. 
So it just gave me a lot of like mental time and yeah. kind of like rewinding back to the conversation of being here prior to that. So I had some time to just, you know, think about things. And so I moved back to California then and I thought, okay, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, at the time I was kind of kicking around like, wow, maybe I'll, I did all this work and I know all about it now. I'll open up another joint, but maybe yeah. not as big. And, you know, I was kind of going through that. And I thought, nah, nah. Then Grit and Star idea. All right. With that, we're going to give, we got to pay bills ourselves, oh, right? Yeah. So we're going to get a little word from our sponsors. And we're going to, right after that, we're bringing uh, Carla Case in as well, who is a partner of yes. mm-hmm. Grit and Star. Rockstar herself. And yes, she has is. her own band as well, which works really well with the rock and roll theme of that. So we want to talk about a little bit of that as well. This is Liz from Western Co. Taproom. If you're looking for a great selection of craft beer, friendly customer service, and a great outdoor space, come see us in Wahala, South Carolina. I could just sit and listen. It was you can grab that chair, Miss Case. Need some more whiskey? I'd love you some good? more whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's listen, the, the best thing. I love thing, that. Not, no, the best thing is when you... Switch, Carla. Switch. There you go. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Just take that Damn. one. That one. There you go. Because I think it'd be easier for you to. I'm getting something tonight. Rolling. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So I guess she's more than a partner in business. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. So uh, when when uh, whoever is speaking, let's try and be intentional to try and. and and grab the mic because if we get too far, we're gonna we can just kick you, we can just kick you out yeah, at this yeah, point. In a, in a little bit, we probably will. We'll put him on the couch so and much uh, than I am. go from there. So just remember to try and get as close as you can. So, cheers, oh, cheers, yeah. guys. Cheers. I didn't get you. I didn't get you. So uh, you see our, a theme here, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I it, sure do. And you're it, welcome. It would get real interesting if we can get Jared drink some whiskey. You're this. welcome. So we're in Arkansas. We uh, before uh, Carla Case was in the picture, not we, Hugh. There's a beautiful penthouse downtown. I remember see, uh, getting the picture sent, and uh, all of a sudden I'm digging Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. I actually bought my first tour bus in uh, Winfield, Louisiana, and we had to come through Little Rock that night. And so we're driving this bus, and it was like, oh, we need like a case of beer. Like for the rest of the trip, we're going back to St. Louis. Well, Little Rock is what at that time it might still be a dry county. There are still dry counties around. I couldn't find a case, I can't, couldn't find a gas station that sold a case of Sounds beer. Sounds like Utah. So we were like, surely in downtown Little Rock there will be a place to get a case of beer. So yeah. we drive this big tour bus into downtown. It's one o'clock in the morning. Like no, nothing, nothing. changed. Exit Little Rock. And keep on going. We had to go, I, I don't know, all the way to Bentonville or yeah. into Missouri before we found a case of beer. It was insane. So that's the only time I've been into yeah. or through Little Rock, yeah. but beautiful city. Yeah, so uh, I was back in California, and uh, yep. Grit and Star idea was kicking around. And I want to say, I don't know when I got it, but you just have an idea. I'll buy the .com, and I'll get grab all the social medias, and I had done that already. But yeah, I, didn't know sure. what, I didn't know what for it was going to be. For Grit and Star. For, and Star. for sure. Yeah. I didn't know what it was going to be. You can over a little bit, Hugh, if you yeah. want. Absolutely. I like the, I like the name. And um, you, Go ahead and let's slide that Carla's okay. kind of yeah. getting blocked okay, sorry, here sorry. by the... I'm going to make a slight adjustment here. 
See, we sh- we should have done the the ad roll. Yeah. While you know, <laughs> trying to figure out this. Like this stuff. We need to get some of this stuff for our studio. We just, just use it. Yeah. Just have it at the home. Yeah. We can That'd be the best way. Yeah. 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 So bend that down. Okay. Bend that down. Here we go. Yeah. Bend that's that up. There you go. Okay. All right. Figure yeah, out. Figuring this let's out. Let's make sure that that's the. Okay. <laughs> you you will wear it. If we're just gonna have to don't. grab it like this. Yeah. See, one day when you're on episode like. 48 yeah, or whatever 11 we'll have this figured out yeah we'll have it all figured out and it won't be i can't years. wait i can't wait for those days so i i had the grin star idea and yeah. i was I, again in california commercial space i wanted a brick and mortar mm-hmm. it brought me back to thinking i had some time to think and i loved having the brick and mortar with Hewer. And I'm like, I'm going to do this again. The people, the yep. events. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I want to, I, I was like, I'm going to recreate that, but, but evolve though. I wanted to, right. I wanted to move it. I didn't want to kick the same can. Step around. it, step it up yeah. a notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I looked around the country and was like looking at different cities and I had family in Little Rock and spent some time there. And I thought, Hmm, I looked at like how much, you know, was cost to on average to lease a space. And it was, affordable. So I thought, hmm, I'm going to try this. So I moved to Little Rock and got this. Uh, I was like, you know what? It's affordable enough and it's a cool enough city that I could get, like, I never lived downtown. All my moving around, I never yeah. lived like downtown proper. Yeah. And so I found this little condo that the guy wanted to sell it, and but he was willing to lease it to me. He said, I'm just moving here. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to stay. And he was like, cool, you know? And so signed the lease and it was this little teeny studio like 683 square feet on the top floor open plat like an open yeah it had this loft door loft style. Yeah, loft style it sort of had a bedroom but it was kind of all open but the the best part that it had this big huge glass garage door that went up into the ceiling it completely that went faced, away faced main street no, mm-hmm. no penthouse faced like the river and the interstate yeah. and yeah. You, if you walked to the edge of the balcony you could see kind of downtown yeah gotcha. but the view was like yeah it was awesome. So yeah. I just, I loved living there. And um, it was it was what I needed at the time. I was like, okay, cool. You know, I pressed yeah. the reset button. And so I immediately started, you know, kind of looking for uh, space. And I got with uh, a commercial property manager and kind of told him what, what my idea was. And we looked at a bunch of different places. And well, right literally across the parking lot from the building that I lived in, there were three little, little teeny commercial spaces, excuse me, for rent, or that they leased. They were all full though. I said, well, if one of those comes available, let me know. Cause maybe I just need to, again, I'm trying to be right there. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. be right there, but also like, l- let me incubate this again. Mm-hmm. Let me just make sure mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. without investing too much money. And so I was there a few months or so and right across the street, was this cool little place called Dugan's Irish Pub. And right next door to it, the same family owned this little liquor store, convenience store, little neighborhood market thing. Well, I've gotten to know them and, and um, walked across the street one day and getting some Jack Daniels or something. And, and uh, not something, I was getting some Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm in there and the the wife of, of, of the owner was there. And she goes, hey, weren't you looking for some commercial space? I said, yeah. She goes, I think one of the people's moving out right across the street. 
I literally walked at the door, called my guy. And I said, Hey, somebody's yeah, moving out. Somebody's moving out and I, I'm taking that space. I didn't mm-hmm. know how much it was. Mm-hmm. And so it took a couple of days and the, the guy that had a business there was like this little scooter, like tour, scooter tour. Segway. Segway. Yeah. It was yeah. a Segway shop. And he gave like tours and it was, it was pretty cool, but he was trying to sell the business. I'm like, ah, I don't need to segue. <laughs> get, get, this, yeah. get out of the way, man. <laughs> so, uh, negotiated the lease and he was going to be out in a couple weeks or something like that. This was February, January, January or February of 2020. And maybe it was in January I saw it, but he had needed some time to get his stuff together and, and move. So I got the keys to the place on around the 1st of March. Well, we all know what happened in March of yeah. 2020. The world shut yep. down. Yeah, yeah. And at first I was like, oh, crap, I just signed a lease, you yeah. know? And uh, what am I going to do? And then I'm thinking, oh, this is perfect. It's going to give me some time mm-hmm. to get it stocked mm-hmm. up and yeah. immediately put paper in the windows. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, okay. So I, of course, reached out to the property manager. And they're like, let's just, you're good. You know, so I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to have to pay rent. For, we don't know what's going to happen with the world yeah. right now. So yep. they were really cool, and they said, "No problem. You know, let's just let's just wait this we'll out and see. coast it out." Yeah. So, so then um, I want to say it was. I don't remember if I had met you or not. Right then, I don't remember. No, I'm just trying to think of timeline. <laughs> I had already signed the lease. I, I remember. Yes, you that you met me months before. That. I did. Yeah, you did. He came. He Oops. came walking in the bar at Duvins. Hey, you can talk in the side of that microphone too if you just okay. want to put it right between. So he came walking in the bar. My band was playing at Dugans. And what was the name? Oh, of so, your, what's so the name of your band? band? Car, the Carla Case band. Right across the street. Right across the street. Okay. She lived in the lofts, Kitty Corner. See, y'all were neighbors my, too. We were neighbors. Right. We didn't yeah. know each other. I knew immediately that that I needed to know him. Oh yeah. He walked. Yeah. Oh yeah. He walked in. You just got that vibe. He didn't look like anybody in the place. True yeah. that. That's that's my that's my that's that's your jam that's right my there. Diet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I walked over to him and sang to him. Oh, you were singing when I think I yes, was. Yes. You walked in. I was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he ate that up. Sang to and him. And he sat down at the bar. He ate that up. His head. Oh yeah. His I head went. Walked right in front and, of him and sang to him. Tell him the song. Sweet child of mine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it was perfect. Yeah. It was it was destined. My hair was, was probably perfect. it was down. His hair reminds yeah. me of a warm, safe place. Yeah, and I was oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. Ah, the blue skies and all that sort of good stuff. Anyway, so oh, and it, that was in October. <laughs> and then um, we didn't. He came to my shows a couple of times after that. And just when he played, I, I, just when he played there, did he like go somewhere else? No, just, no, no. It was I, that was just when I was there? It was just when I was at Dugan. Okay. Well, because I think after that night, did y'all talk like after the? No. So you didn't no, even talk. No, no, he no. just started no, coming. No, I you, just, I, yeah. You would oh. know he's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. back. He's well, back. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had him hooked. You just hadn't reeled him in <laughs> yet, right? I looked at the calendar to see. Gotta go eat. Yeah, that's right. I remember he calls me and he's like, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude. There's this girl. Okay, she's in a band. I'm like, oh, she's in a like guitar player, bass player. No, it's nope. her band. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's her name she's on the, the lead. Diana. Yeah, her name on the album. Yeah. By golly, yeah. so yeah. that was fun. So, I got a I got a new iPad or laptop or something for Christmas that year. And yeah, let's drop. Let's pull that down out of her. And view. Um, I realized that, that the, there was this there other go. message box that huh. I that I was not aware of, 
And there was a message from Hugh in that box. And so I responded, and his, his response was, there you go. what took you so long? And yeah, I, I, I dropped into her DMs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah? I didn't know her. And, 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 I, and I, I didn't somewhere. know he had dropped into my DMs, so until you got until you got yeah. the laptop or yeah, yeah. And, so um, so I, I messaged back and and we made plans the in January to have drinks back to the beautiful uh condo because he was like just give me after we had our oh, drinks, I, at that point I was I was already doing yeah. this he said yeah I only use 20 minutes that's what he said he said I, he said <laughs> I need I need 20 minutes of your time just 20 minutes just come to my place and I was like I God. don't normally go, go to leave yeah. the don't bar do that. and go to somebody's place he said no really I'm I'm harmless just come so right. I, I we went up the elevator we go into his beautiful apartment and he walks straight to the pimp juice and pushes the button. <laughs> and that garage door starts going up. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then y'all started talking about grit and star. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any more details. There you go. So, so let, that's how we, that was the meeting. Yeah. And so that happened in that winter. And then can I just, yeah, this is. Yeah, okay. yeah you yeah. can do whatever, yeah. whatever you yeah, want. You can drop Listen, those. So, um, need to. Personal preference. Yeah, thank you. Um, I am going to need y'all to scoot a little bit that, that way. way. Carla's so, still kind of in the way of the boom I'm, there. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Um, then, after he signed the lease, I rem- remember you sending me pictures of the, your hand with the key and come see and let's have a drink over there. Because this was all really new still. Yeah. And yeah, we weren't like really dating. We just kind of hung out and had some drinks. and Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And um, figure out this guest thing. Yeah. And he asked me uh, the first. He was. He was like, "Do you? Do you? Are you artsy? Like, do you paint? Do you draw? How's your handwriting?" Because my handwriting is terrible. And I said, "My handwriting <laughs> is, is awesome. I I taught language arts for a long time. Yeah. I have great handwriting. Well, I've got this idea, and that's when I knew that something we had something there was when he said. I've got this idea. Well, it made the hairs on the back of my neck stand yeah. up. And um, he pulls out these vintage suitcases, and he says, I really think we can do something with this. If you can do this on these suitcases. I was like, hell yeah, I can do that. Of course I can do that. Yeah. yeah. So he took me to town, bought me all these awesome Posca markers. I was... Hobby Lobby, where'd y'all go? No, art outlet. Oh, like a legit... Real yeah. art store. And... Um, let me pick out all these colors, and then I just started sketching things out for what I thought should go on these cases. And and Hugh didn't pull any punches. He was never the yes man like that. Oh yeah, that looked great. He'd say, "Nope, hmm, that's not." Hold on. So let's. <laughs> what if you did this to it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can do that too. So so at this point was did you already you'd already leased the space? Yes. How was- far along was the build out? Oh, there nothing. So nothing. it's still empty. So it's still like an empty canvas. We painted the walls. Oh, we hadn't yet. Flat. We had not painted. So the basically, walls what yet, you're saying is the entire design was based around those writings you did on yes, those. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. For sure. And so um, I, when, when they when they when we went on lockdown, and all my gigs just started falling off like this, you know, one at a time, yeah. and I was really depressed about that. Yeah. And he said. We got, got some. I've got an idea. Yeah, let's. Don't worry. Come over to the shop. And when I got there, he had started painting. Everything was this flat black. And I walked in and I said, 
it's a canvas. And he said, yes. And he said, we're going to go get some more paints. And I'm going to put you over here in this corner. And just whatever you think. Whatever you feel. Whatever you feel like. And uh, I've got this photograph of Jim Morrison. And we're going to put that there. And we would just go over there and sit in the evenings and dream of what the walls would look like. Yeah. And what the... um, products would look like and we yeah that, that's where that it's where it all came from so it's almost better that you guys oh, had time to marinate so on it yes. yeah because if you'd have had to rush it just throw some stuff up so you can get into it business been what right. it yeah, yeah turned out to be yeah, yeah. right right so go ahead sweetie. yeah so so carla uh with even just my little you know input she created this space that was unbelievable so one wall started out with the, it really spawned with the, the Jim Morrison picture yeah, it and it was near the front door. So it welcomed people into the store. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. Thank I'll you. Just my Thank you. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I like this mic better. My voice sounds a little, a little better. A little, a little, hot, a little hotter. A deeper. little hotter. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Like, that's my special Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I mean, so, oh, God. so the Jim Morrison picture first was the lyrics most of the song to, to People Are Strange. And I thought, how fitting for people to walk into the, to Grit and Star. So strange. And it's okay to be different. It's okay to be strange to, to, other, to the outside world. And I said, this is a great thing to, to welcome people in, right in the front door there. That turned into this really cool, like, trippy, you know, collage. Kind of, yeah, yeah, very psychedelic. And, and then that turned out great. And then we switched gears and we... You built the uh, racks out of copper pipe for yeah, the about like copper like water pipe or whatever, and, and instead of because I think in the Hueware store I did like that metal you know uh, piping like like a gas pipe or whatever. I'm like, well, I'll do something a little different here, you know. So I bring that up because I thought when the day that he did it, I thought, okay, so I'm going to go over there and there'll be some pretty racks. And I walked in, and not only were there these beautiful racks. But there was this grit that he had made out of the copper pipe. The word grit. The yeah, word, word grit. grit out of yes. the copper. I, it know, was, the it stuff. was perfect. And it was, it oh, you was, soldered the copper together. Yep. I remember that. So mm-hmm. you took the like uh, copper water pipe mm-hmm. and then uh, spelled out G-R-I-T. Yeah, and it was, it, I remember it, that. It's, it, it spanned two different hanging racks, basically. And so that and he, was in there. Yeah, and he said, he said what, do you, what do you see? And I said, um... I see stars. I mean, it's grit and star. There need to be stars, and and he said, "Well, let's let's put stars on it. Go go put stars on it." So, painted stars, and we had to find the right red. And uh, let, let me back you up for a second. We get the visual. Tell me the why. Tell me tell me uh, what you're selling and why. And uh, okay. so the concept to me at, at the time was I wanted to. I could see that there was a potential market for this idea in, in Little Rock. There wasn't anything like it out there. Like, not these products, not this style. I thought, there's a sleepy underground coolness to Little Rock that a lot of people don't know. And I thought, those are my peeps. And then we're going to bring those people in. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have anywhere else to, you know, there's very few. I'm not saying we're the only ones, but yeah. we're one of a very, very few of that's even remotely like this. In Little Rock, I thought, okay, this is this this is needed here. This kind of you know th- these kind of products are needed here. So I really wanted to, I wanted to be back in front of the customer, uh, and I wanted to create 
and this gave me those avenues. And I wanted to get some products that, you know, sort of when you walk in, you felt like I wanted a rock star. A rock star. Yeah, you want to yeah. feel like you walked into a green room where like, oh, I can choose that and yeah. I'm going to put that on and, and oh, there's some jewelry, you know, it's just, I mean, I mean, you know, regular boutique kind of thing. I mean, this wasn't, you know, recreating the wheel, but just my flavor on it and then our flavor on it. So she came over and started drawing on the walls. Yeah. And, and the whole time you're sending me text of this, this cool vibe and I yeah. remember the painting on the walls. Yeah. I, mean, I remember the suitcases. I remember the vet suit, uh, little pail. Yeah. Uh, and we, to be we, one of the first it, items. That, that was one of the first items. Yeah. It might have been the first one sold too. That one, Carla found this actual Corvette emblem yeah. circa when we she did the, the lyrics to Little Red Corvette on it. Yeah, yeah. We found the, the, the Corvette emblem from that year. And yeah. We, we took, you, took, you took the post of it. So I could yeah. attach it to the- and so you're, you're building a store for rock stars and for people that just dress like rock stars, guess, yeah. live that rock mm-hmm. star life, want to live the rock star life. It's hard to find high-end items in any city. For right? sure. Like Little Rock. Like mm-hmm. You'd have to go to back to L.A., at which are a dime a dozen, Nashville, dime a dozen. I can take you 10 mm-hmm. stores in Nashville and you can spend 1100 bucks on a pair of denim. For sure. Right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Little Rock, you fit, you saw a void, you filled the void, mm-hmm. right? So Carla started painting on the walls, and it was like it was it was starting to take shape, and I was just like, "Wow, here here I am again!" Like when I did the Hewar store, very different, but that same energy I could feel. I was like, "This is where I'm supposed to be, right here, right mm-hmm. here," mm-hmm. and it was a really literally as big as this room. It was a very small space in terms of a retail store. This is a great lounge. This was a full retail store that was the size of this. And so we had to make the best of every little place. We still needed to counter and you know all that kind of stuff. So you had, I can't remember where we were at with stuff, but we were done working that day. And we said, let's go, let's, let's cruise over to Dugan's. We're giving Dugan's a lot of props here. Don Dugan, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> Don. And, yeah. Awesome Dugan, guy. yeah, awesome he's a, he's a great downtown dude. Little Rock. Yep, um, and uh, we go over to Dugan's to have a drink and some dinner or something like that. And Carla was like, I could tell she was like, not really uncomfortable, but just like it wasn't like something she did all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, you know, I, I think I think I could be a great contributor to Grit and Star. Mm. I'd like to like to partner with you on there it. There you go. And I laughed, and I was like, because I just, year plus prior to that, had a, had a terrible partnership, and I was like, mm, I, I'm not doing partnership. Right. Not, and I just, we, we laughed, and I said, okay, let's talk more. Especially, yeah. especially with thinking, a relationship, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I, I, this is I, happening. I don't know her, but I can just tell she, she wants something. She, she's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I oh, let yeah. him laugh. Yeah. And then I built a PowerPoint. With she did. All- <laughs> Absolutely. She built a PowerPoint presentation. And then, and, and one of my one of I my, came over for dinner. To, I yeah. went over dinner to your place and uh, PowerPoint. I was gonna say, he was like, "What the hell is this thing?" <laughs> what's I didn't a, know. What's I didn't a know. PowerPoint? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, "What the heck, man? Where's my whiskey?" And uh, so she, I, I came him, over. I fed him spaghetti. Yeah, and and whiskey. It wasn't it wasn't bachelor spaghetti like Jared and I it would was make. Awesome it was real spaghetti. real spaghetti. And uh, she we, she fed me well and and I gotta and, stop you. Yep. Remember this next deal I'm trying to structure. 
spaghetti and a PowerPoint. That's <laughs> all Done. you need. That's all you need. So she did that. And this was a, yeah, a couple of weeks after our first conversation about it. And so I had some, I had some time to stew on it. And she had continued to do more artwork in the store. And I thought, this is the exact partner that I need for this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't give a shit about the PowerPoint presentation. I'd already made up my mind, you know. But it was cool to see. And she did a great job. And, and he laughed. It was I, funny. I, you liked it. I did. I did. It was great. She, yeah. Obviously, your partners. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, within like 30 days, I, I amended the LLC and we signed a partnership agreement. Cool. And uh, and uh, and I quit my job. She quit her job cool. to, to work it full time. And um, so we had this small little space. And I remember the first... We had... So COVID was like... That was in March. Everything shut down. And... It came to be like November, and we were kind of ready, you know. Paper was still, and we were telling no one what was going on in terms of this, you know, other than like you guys. Like, here's some pictures that we were doing. No social media posts, no nothing, because we didn't know when things were, we didn't know what was going on. But I was like, okay, I don't want to hype this thing, and, you know, we've all done things, and like, coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to be like, we're open. How many businesses announced coming soon COVID hit, yeah, and either they kept posting coming soon or they never Mm -hmm. opened. Right, Right. a little restaurant that was just right down the street on the corner. Right, it takes they're still not open. It takes true grit to wait that out. So we just decided in November that we were just going to open because the holidays were coming and people are starting to get back out and do things. You had to wear a mask and limited capacity to place. That's fine. Let's do this, and so. We got it. We spit shined it all up, and oh, right before that, it was November twenty twenty, mm-hmm. November fourth. The paper was still up. My birthday, November fourth, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, election day. It is. So um, we're both very political, and we bought this not just intentionally for this, but we ended up using it for that. We were at this uh, secondhand store we like to go to, um, and I bought this old TV. And immediately I'm like, I'm going to have her paint MTV. No, of course. I was say, it's, I sat in the window. I remember you yes, sending me these does. pictures. It still does. It still but, does. But, Would you sell but, that piece? No. Uh, but, but, before it, but before it said MTV, it said vote. And we left it on. And we cut a little hole in, in the paper. Oh, that's cool. And we stuck it in there. And it was like early November. We just said vote. That's all it said, vote. And so, but it was just a week or so after that, like we're opening. So she changed the MTV, and it's a it it still flies and it's still on every day, flickering. MTV and it that it reminds me of the first time I saw MTV. Yeah, <laughs> you know it was like it brings tons of people in the oh, store. Oh god, it, oh, no it, doubt, it really no does. Does. conversation it moves and people stop to look at it, and then yep. they're just like, oh, it's every cool. generation. So we know you make your own products from uh, vintage. Uh, items, which is super and, cool, and, that and you can buy apparel stuff too. And, and tell us a little bit about uh, what your customer experience is like, and what they're going to find in Grit and Star. Okay, I'll come to that. But I want to. Okay, okay, I'll come. Right, I'll come right back to that. But one, the thing I wanted to say was, you had quit your job, and you're like, I don't know, whatever I was doing that day. And Carl was like, Oh, I'll, I'll work the store. Like a couple of days in, and she had. A two hundred something dollar sale. My first sale. Her first sale was like two hundred something bucks. Carla, did you ever work retail before Grit and Star? I did. 
Okay. I did do some retail work yeah. when, when I was in college. But it's different when it's when yours. It's, mm-hmm. it's yours. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a very big it deal. It goes back to your $2,500 night for the first time, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Like that's a and big I, deal. And I remember, and I said this to you via text or I said it to you, and I remember thinking, I'm like, I was so <clears> glad <throat> it was her that oh, had, right. that had the did. first right. big sale. And I was like, I was, I was just like, yes. Because, because not only was it the sale of the products, but uh, the, the customers own a gallery in town, mm-hmm. Mac and Ashley Murphy, M2 mm-hmm. Gallery. Hi. It's a it's shout-out episode number yes. two, yeah. baby. So, uh, just love Ashley and Mac, too. But Ashley, is she's a photographer. She's just so artistic, and she's beautiful. And she wanted my work on her back. And she said, if you'll order the jacket... You know, I want to commission you to do this piece for me. Here's that was my the second thing band. they bought. They bought a bunch of stuff that day, mm-hmm. but then they commissioned cool. Carla yes. to do a special custom one-of-a-kind jacket. And I was just, oh, you know, Ashley wants a jacket that I've done. And it was a little intimidating at first, yeah. you know. But then I was just like, no. Well, is it, though, Carla, because you are in Little Rock, probably well-known as uh, – the front girl of a popular band, your own, Carla Case band, mm-hmm. right? So you attract that vibe with it. You, uh, people get to own a piece of you, uh, you know, that, that comes that, out of here. I was going to say that she's paying, she was paying to, for you. That's exactly not for right. That jacket. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's, I, we see that, right? Because they are your children. Every piece that I send out the door. It, it really is hard at first. I want to know that they're going to somebody that's going to love them like I love them. And, sure. uh, yeah. I just want to make also whenever they, <laughs> when they wave the big money at you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have it. There you go. Sure. <laughs> so I'll come, I'll come back to you. It's a little bit, just a little segue in between, in between that is, so that was November. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great holiday sales and, and then of course in retail especially for a brand new boutique who we did zero marketing for no, nothing zero marketing you know uh so it was like oh my god we didn't even haven't even tried yet and it's working yeah and then january february always a little slower months and that was great because we kind of had time to regroup and like okay all right what are, we, what are we doing so we did and then we had taken a summer trip and we were already busting at the seams because it was such a small place, but I knew it was working, you know? And we hadn't really talked too much about it, but we were like, we kind of need to like look. We'd been sort of, we'd done some drive-bys. We, yeah, we, we were looking for a different space and we needed, we needed more space because we knew we just, it was so small and we just, you know, we wanted the, we wanted to, the experience to, you know, everybody to feel what we really were, you know, putting out there. And we were on a trip and Carl was, you know, sitting, in the passenger seat and she was shotgun 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 driver and uh she uh saw that this boutique that was around the corner from us who had a bigger space in in a a, a better location too than we we were in good location but this was a better location and it was already a boutique so there wasn't going to be some big ti and a bunch of you know big build out great so that was like okay so I immediately called my guy and i said hey we're out of town but we're back um we want to go look at it we want to be the first people to look at it and uh, we got back in town on Sunday or Monday. We looked at it on Tuesday. Right when we walked in the door, I mean, Carl looked at me, I looked at her and said, we got this, we're, we're taking it. Never went on the market, we got it. And um, we decided we need, it was like two weeks later, we shut down the small store and we made a pack. We're like, in 30 days, we are opening the new store. So within those 30 days, we had to 
buy all the product and try to whatever we could get in touch with the vendors and whoever whoever we were buying from because with a broken supply chain to try to can can we fill this space now and we're like oh crap you know and so we had to find the the earmarked vendors that we already kind of wanted to try new stuff with could could you could you get it to us that fast in time not just in 30 days like can you have something to us next week so that we can tag it inventory it place it somewhere you know that kind of thing and because this particular space, when we moved, all we did was paint, which was great. It was so easy. We painted, and we immediately went to work on finding uh, more artwork and more, you know, ambiance stuff. And we had some stuff, and we had we bought some stuff. But we had really set the bar high for ourselves we with did. the little store. Oh, because because we had all it. that time to paint and get ready. Yeah. And then this we had thirty days, yeah. and we were like, we we it has to be it's open. Got, it's even and the, it's still got to look great. Yeah, it's got to so, look great. Uh, it's, fit the it's still it's still people walk into the new store get the same experience. Gotcha. And and, and then so we did it and we kicked it up a notch even. I mean we just okay we're gonna throw some money at this and we did. So and tell me about that experience. Which one? Customer experience. So now well you can, oh, if I walk into Grit and Star, am I greeted? I'm greeted by a rock immediately. star. Yep, immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted a beer, can I can I buy a beer there? Can I buy any any alcohol? Can I get a liquor drink you, you, you there? Can get a liquor drink or a beer. Yep. We we will serve you. We will not sell it to you. Of course, yep. of course. But you can you can enjoy it. So uh, it is it is the true rock star experience for sure uh, in a boutique setting. Yep. Yes, there's a place for um, our customers to actually sit like a lounge area, mm-hmm. and I'll bring things. You know, I'll just bring things over. Mm-hmm. We have dressing rooms for you to try on. Things we also oh, and we have, have our a, own bathroom in this space, which was like a big thing. This was not a really necessarily big for me, for Carla, for sure. Before we had to share a bathroom with the when we were in the small space with two other ven, two other you know retailers. It's the little things. It Kyle. is, yeah. It's the little yeah. things. We were we have indoor plumbing at this boutique. Yeah. that's oh, a big deal. Yeah, for sure. But we really we haven't. Go ahead. Do you have Do you have AC? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no AC. <laughs> not so, yet. So we also, um, we have this idea that we'll grow, but from the beginning we had the idea that right off the, in front of the lounge area, we want a little stage. Mm-hmm. And well, we already elevated. have it. We have the curtains for it, you know, they're hanging. It's, it's really and, tall inside, so we can build up a little bit. Right. Sure. But I'd like for that to be, you know, like if she's trying on what she wants to wear, I want her guys sitting out there going, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, absolutely. Put that one on the counter. We'll take that. Or vice versa. She's saying, oh, honey, those jeans absolutely. look really good on you. Well, we're going to get those. Carla, besides you, who's the most famous customer y'all have had in your store thus far? Um, oh, 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 I can list some. I, not just, so a Little Rock famous, like Rodney Block, um, Rodney Block Collective. He is a local celebrity, uh, brass player, awesome guy. Cool. Uh, has commissioned me to do a hat. Cool. I'm going to do a hat for him. Um, but we've also had members of... Who's um, the grandson of... Uh, uh, of we've had Morgan Yellow, Wade. Yellow, yeah. Morgan Wade came in. Yeah, I'm a Morgan fan. Oh, I love her. She's, and I knew who she was when tight. she walked in. I was just trying to contain myself and, and act very, very professional. And she was like... Can I sit in my coffee here? And I said, yes, ma'am, of course you can. What else can I do for you? Was she playing Little Rock that yes, night? Yes, she was. Yeah. So she's playing like, that night. And star. I she is you. the tiniest little thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a little snippet of a person. So, okay, go, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. Well, it's okay. So she, um, 
she looks around and she says, I want, I want this cowboy shit beanie and I want this and this and anything else you have in an extra small. You're like, you, I can make you whatever you want. I, I can. Yeah. I can. Whatever you want, ma'am. And I start folding. You familiar up. with this girl? No, but oh, as you tell the story, you know what you know what hits me? Because I'm like, you guys could totally go into the business of one-off for these people. Yeah, we've had that discussion. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could get your yeah. contact and be like, listen, mm -hmm. I will source and make whatever you whatever want. Whatever you mm -hmm. want. And it'll, you'll be the only one that has it. One of has ones. Yes. And then what happens is this goes full circle where it's like, everybody knows you're wearing I got Grit this Star. at Grit and Star. Grit and yeah. Star. Well, it's not even I got this there. Grit and Star I'm, I'm had it wearing, made. I'm wearing yeah. I'm wearing Grit and Star. Like it is more yeah. of it it's turns personal. into personal. Yes. I'd say that's it, it the plan. It, it becomes that, more that's of, a good plan. That's, because it, that's a great plan. More of the of a brand. And that really in the beginning, mm -hmm. in, in the beginning, I don't think I was embracing that as a brand like I did with Hue Wear. Mm -hmm. I thought, I'm gonna do this, maybe I'll come back to Hue Wear and we'll have some stuff. And interestingly enough, with Hueware there, is I had a few extra boxes of just new old stock stuff. I'm like, well, throw it out there. We have sold every single piece of that yeah, stuff. No doubt. And I have an email list yeah, of people, of people that, that want stuff. stuff. So I want to know who else. Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade, um, I had in this moment, they're a mm -hmm. hard mm -hmm. metal band. Um, not actual members of the band, but like their lighting tech, their sound tech, their dancers. I loved serving them. They were awesome. Mm -hmm. um, we've also Slipknot. had um, Black Top Mojo. Mm -hmm. All the guys in the band oh, came yeah. in. And they're good. They're good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He was the sweetest thing and had coffee with me and had a beer with me. And I was just like, oh, I wish Hugh felt better and he was here. And they I wanted think, us I to think come I was hungover. You were very hungover. I can't imagine. Yeah, I was very hungover one day and I missed like the Morgan Wade thing. Yeah. Yeah. She like gave VIP tickets to I the went. show and she went and took a guitarist like, and going. his girlfriend. And, <laughs> I remember. You stay and, home and get wet. Yeah, I stayed home and I was like, this sucks. I remember Hugh being at the lake house and he was like, oh, Slipknot's in the store. Yes. Yeah, that's were. cool. Yeah, I was on vacation here in Carlisle. I didn't back know home. who, I didn't know who the, the, Oh, Man they didn't have their mask was. on, did they? <laughs> I, no, but I just didn't know him from, but it was all the hair. Was it Corey? And no, one of no. the dancers said, um, yeah, I get tired of having his hair in my mouth. And I went, <laughs> is he in the band? And she said, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. You, you know what's awesome about that is that it's going to grow. For that sure. kind of stuff is only going to get bigger, mm -hmm. right? right? Right, and I love that. Those those folks, they're hearing about you from somewhere. Yep. They're not just showing up randomly. Yeah. We have a plan. I mean, I know it probably feels like that, but they're not. They're, I'm telling you, there's... Can it, I say where I think some of movement. it comes sure. from? There's a, there's a movement. You can say whatever you want. So Travis Grigg, he's a local Little Rock guy, um, and a, a custom designs things for the members of Alice Cooper's band, and has really stepped up to the plate. He he likes us and wants to be a part of what we're doing. Um, you don't have on one of his shirts no. today. You did last night. Purgatory Clothing is his brand. Um, also, Exit 12, he does recording. He's got a little recording studio um, in, in East End, Arkansas, which is just you know south of Little Rock. He's a great guy, great guy. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start telling my friends about you. I want, I want my friends to visit you. and That's cool. Um, yeah. And That's so cool. I think that um, having friends in the community has helped us. We use a lot of Little Rock talent. Um, mm -hmm. Besides Travis, we've got Michael Schaefer. House of Schaefer is his brand. 
We've partnered with him on a new series of T-shirts where we're doing iconic artists mm-hmm. in rock and roll, as like well our as take, album. Like our, our yeah, collective our, take on our take on imagery. Um, he is pretty well known in Little Rock for his black line on white, and I was just like, Michael, we're going to do it different. We're going to do it black mm-hmm. with white line. Mm-hmm. Let's let's. Do you remember going to King Baby and seeing all the pictures of all the people that was wearing King Baby? Mm-hmm. At, and mm-hmm. it wasn't photographs. It was literally the cover of Rolling Stone, most yeah, of yeah. them, GQ, yeah. all that. Um, so we had the idea of all of our guests, we're going to grab a picture, and we're just going to start framing our wall oh, of fame. Cool, right? cool. So yeah. the name, the name, like, don't be scared to go up to somebody like Miss Wade and say, hey, Morgan, we've got a wall of fame here. Can I grab a picture with you? Thank you for your service, and and throw it up there. Next time you're in here, ask for the next time, right? You got to ask for it. Next time you're in here, I'll have you sign it. Yeah. Like, you really need that in Grit and Star. It's yeah, we've, got, we've started doing things like that, certainly with the pictures yes. and stuff, but then... Uh, we've got the, the symbol. We do. So a, a, a couple months ago... Uh, so, uh, 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 an upcoming artist at a at a Little Rock, Alexis Red. She had wanted to do a photo shoot, video shoot in the store. We're like, of course, and you know, and we've done a few of them since. But um, she came in and, and did all that stuff, and I was like, they were busy doing all that stuff. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go across the street and see who's playing, you know, and just you know, let me know if you need something from me. And because it, it, he was bored. Uh, well, well, you he know, gets bored so, easy. So, and there was music playing, so I was like, I'm gonna go listen to some music. So I go across the street. I don't even know who's playing. So there's a little music venue across the street from from Grit and Star called Stickies, mm-hmm. um, Stickies Rock and Roll Chicken Shack. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out, that's a shout lot. Out. Hey Chris, Chris King. Yeah. Hey Chris, Chris, yeah. I want a Stickies T-shirt. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a yeah. lot. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I go across the street, and the the person at the that the um, Taking the money or whatever, and they're like, I was like, oh, is this band good? They're like, yeah, they're good, they're good. And I had never heard of them before, and then come to find out, I had, but it just, I probably had three whiskeys and didn't sure. fucking remember. Three? So, well, come on. Yeah, maybe five. I said five sitting here. Yeah. So, so I go in, and immediately, so the opener band was was playing. Well, I didn't know it, and I mean, I knew, figured it out really quickly, but it was the band was all sitting at the bar. Well, that's where I went, and then I just we just were talking, and we had a great time, and and. Uh, so they played, and so I go grab Carla, and, and uh, we come back over. They finish the show. They were killer, killer. And so we're buying some merch and stuff. I'm like, can we buy? And it, they had a symbol on their merch table. It was like a broken symbol, whatever. I'm like, how much is a symbol? And he said whatever it was. And I said, well, if we buy it, we all sign it and take pictures. I'm like, absolutely. So cool. we we donated to their to their uh, and it flies merch in table, the store and now. it flies in the store now. They're so. diesel fun, right? Yes. You were yeah. donating to the diesel fund for yeah. them to go to the next yeah. show. Yeah. Tell me where Grit and Star is going to be in the next three years. Oh, boy. We have talked uh, about a second location. We're not ready yet, but we have talked about a second location. So in three years, I think we might be there. We've, we've talked about some cities that, that could potentially work. And this actual weekend is our first time we have let our baby fly on its own. Sure. With someone manning the store that isn't us, and it's, sure. it's it's a little it's been great, but it's it's on our minds. And, so and can I can I add one more thing? <laughs> in three years, I'll have a studio proper so, in the store. I was gonna say. So my my question would be this, because you talk about more locations, but I feel like Grit and Star is like y'all. Well, as us. we say in the South, y'all. Yeah, it's it is you. Us. So how how would you how would there'd be a lot of challenges in making a Certainly. second location unless it was super close. 
because it's such a one-off. Mm-hmm. Nobody a, wants to buy from Debbie. They it's want a, to buy it's from a king Carla. baby, yeah. right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a king baby. You can't just open a king baby somewhere and be like, yeah, just make whatever you want. We're yeah. just going to call it king baby. That's not going to work, yeah. right? It's, it's got to be y'all. Right. Yeah. So it may not work. We've just had conversations about it, and, and it may be one of those things where we just – find a different space that more accommodates the growth of Grit and Star. Or, if we need a full studio, we have a home studio, but we probably need a, a working studio at the store. Just, well, I, because I do paint in the store when I'm there. And if, you know, if it's a slow day, like Tuesdays are typically a slower yeah. day, I just take my art supplies. And now, I, I will tell you one way it could work is, you know, obviously all your your outside brands could could flow easily, right? Those folks mm-hmm, could sure. order the same people anywhere mm-hmm. in the world, anywhere in the country. It would be the same. But then you could have your own personal studio where you, all you guys do is make what you make now, but make it in tenfold, right? And then send those mm-hmm. out to whoever, mm-hmm. right? You could do right. that, I guess. Yeah. 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 So I think it just is really interesting for people to uh, see the process. Oh, people really, really dig that. When you're working on something, they're like, what I try are you to keep it on? hanging yeah. right there in the store. Like the jacket that I just finished, when I I coated the, the the black with the black leather with white first so that I had something to make my colors pop. Mm-hmm. And every, I had this one um, guy that works at the library. He's one of the maintenance guys, and he'll stick his head in there. I'll say, Oh, I see you put some new stuff on that jacket today. I watched it. I walked by here last night. I saw you. Had, you it's, know, it's, the pro- it's the process. It's, it's interesting cool. to hear it's feedback cool. on people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we don't really notice that like in real time sometimes until we hear something like, oh, my God, I saw well, peeking through the windows. You were closed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. later that night or whatever. And it's cool to see that, though. Like people, people are paying attention. My here. grandpa used to say, it's not really pe- your business what people think of you. Okay, and I kind of have that, um, that, that's kind of my motto with Grit and Star too. I'm just going to keep doing what it is I love to do. What gives me that hair raise on the back of my neck, what gives me the goosebumps down my arms, what really makes me happy and joyful. If people really love it, that's just a bonus. We, talk about, we talk about it, that all. That's just a bonus. We talk about that all uh, the time. Honestly, that's what's making you guys successful. That's right, 100%. Because <laughs> you, re- you guys aren't in the retail business. You're in the you're, people business. You're in the custom people business. Oh, and I, I didn't even realize it. that till just mm-hmm. till you guys came because mm-hmm. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures, but the, what you're telling me, as I hear this, I'm like, you guys are in the in like the hospitality business, almost. But, yeah. but in but in retail. Not, I don't want to call it retail though. I want to call it like, gosh, what do you? Um, Oh, it's retail. It's retail, but that they're not in the retail business. It's original. They're in the customer business. Yes, yeah. but, but but like if you were, you'd call it an experience. Experience. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was you're trying the experience. to. Yes, you're in the, you're experience, in the experience business, business and what you guys create, and I I think what you guys do, and hell, you might be already doing this. I don't know because I don't. I'm not really, but I would like double down on that. Mm-hmm. Like double down on the custom one off. It's that part of it has been definitely take, getting massive traction lately because people are understanding that and the word is traveling. Sure. And people have been realizing that. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, there's nobody else in town that I can come to and have a custom piece of something made. Yeah. Hugh, you know? tell me what the address is to your shop. 112 River Market Avenue in Little Rock, Arkansas. And where could our listeners and viewers find you online? 
www.gritstar.com. And social media, they can find Grit and Star, the word and. All, all spelled Grit out. Grit and Star Studio. Grit and Star Studio, Little Rock, Arkansas. So yeah. this was good. This was, uh, yeah. This was good. Yeah, we want great. to thank you guys thank for you. coming in. Thank you for giving in. us the time yeah. to Absolutely. tell a little oh, bit about our story. Absolutely, yeah. man. This is, um, Kyle, you got anything you got anything you want to end up in in, in this uh, episode with? I don't have a mic. I'm good. <laughs> you have a mic. You got your bourbon. You're fine. Did we miss something? Uh, I know I interrupted a couple of times. I don't know if we oh, missed something. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no we're, we're good. We're good. Right. This is a good chance yeah. to uh, hear from our last sponsor. Who was that? <laughs> the same one that was an hour ago. This is Liz from Western Co. Taproom. If you're looking for a great selection of craft beer, friendly customer Cheers. service, and a great outdoor space, come see us in Wahala, South Carolina. Guys, go follow Grit and Star and Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you next time. We out. See you guys. <laughs>